Welcome to Interrevolutionary Radio with this week's host, Christine Benton. I'm Todd Benton, your co-host. Today's topic, what's in store for interrevolutionaries in 2017? We'll ask Madame Mazurka, the funniest dead Transylvanian psychic you've ever met. I didn't know if that was the topic. Who said that hilarious was the topic? Nobody, Nobody, for, for a treat. Nobody told me that was the topic. She, <laughs> so now I know. She, <laughs> she, only, she only comes out on special occasions when Beth Green puts on a long scarf and turns into a dread, a dead, not dread, dead Transylvanian psychic who tells it like it is. I dread has, was right. I like that. <laughs> and has enough insight to make us all feel uncomfortable, but also in awe. Last year, Madam M predicted 2016 would be a transformative year in which, quote, the worm would come out. That's W-O-R-M. The worm would come out and, quote, however you interpret that, you have to admit it's pretty darn psychic. (laughs) This year, we're throwing another party featuring Madam Mazurka for our final get-together of 2016 with Madam M being interviewed by our very own Christine Benton. We'll be taking calls, too, at 866-472-5788. So join us for a fun time of insight, humor, and some New Year's predictions. Christine? All right. Thank you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dun-da-da. This is becoming an annual tradition. I I want to know why they have to wait. You know, why don't they have me on every week? I don't understand this. It has to be a special Oh, I would week. love it. So, I whatever. would love it. So, yeah. Whatever. I don't okay. They have other guests, you know. They, they have you know. I know. So, anyway. All those inner revolutionaries uh, out there. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. So, to give people some background, you know, uh, it was a year ago we heard from Madam M, and we would love to hear from you more often. Um But uh, we were sitting at the end of 2015, and I remember being, you know, quite optimistic about 2016, in 2015, I felt there'd been a lot of social progress, and I was arguing with Madame M, who said she wanted to stomp on 2015, (laughs) that it had been a great year, and we'd had, like, you know, the Supreme Court had ruled on, you know, gay marriage, it's like, no, we're progressive, things are going great, and it's going to be a great 2016, And she was like, no, no. (laughs) She said, you'll see. And that's what Todd was talking about. The verm is coming out. And I, you know, the, um, the underbelly, the uh, reaction to all the progressive movement she predicted um, would come forth and things like racism and sexism would um, become mainstream. Yes. They're going to vanish. Yes. Into the the smoke of the blue. (laughs) That's not what she said. She said it was going to come out big time. So, as you can tell, um, she's pretty awesome. Um, no, I'm and- so worried already because you, you, you told everybody how good I did last year. Well, and you now did. I have to live but up you know to what? Something. No, you always do. You always have amazing insight for us, even if you're just predicting about the next two minutes. So... 
I predict we're going to have a blast today on this radio show, and um, and we're jumping right into things. We uh, we didn't, I don't know, we didn't seem to have a lot of news of the inner revolution. I skipped it, or I'm just too lazy to put it together. Probably but, too lazy, darling. There's a lot of good stuff that's happening with the energy. That's the good. Oh, okay. So there's some environmental news out uh, there. Yeah. Um, good. So Place I'm going solar and, you know. Just that. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, I can I can find that pretty quickly here. Uh, and um, in the, yeah, go there, ahead. There's less hunger in the world, and but it's a mess. I, I'm not going to argue with myself. I yeah. said the was coming and the <laughs> I'm like, is Madame M going to be like, things are positive now? And I'm like, there's no good news. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I was thinking, darling. I made it's going to flip-flop. Okay. I did. I did. I thought she's going to be the negative and I'm going to be Pollyanna. Okay, I like it. Well, I do see a couple of pieces of good news. One is about the world's first solar road opening in France. That's pretty brilliant that they're paving um, with solar tiles. And then also... And what happens is that it, it, it lights up the tires as they drive down the street. <laughs> I think <laughs> like collecting the energy. And also, oh, oh, um, really- there's a piece that came in from Lizzie also, both of these pieces about how solar power is now the cheapest form of energy in almost 60 countries so that's that's a big deal and See, i think global warming has a good side there's too much sun i guess so i feel <laughs> <laughs> so i think we should all go back to coal um yeah. mining coal oh, so we can bring back all of our good traditional jobs exactly our- the, and the black lung too don't forget that yeah exactly has to so have yes <laughs> madam Madam M, so since I'm the, the kind of pissy one, uh, I would, if I looked back on, I want to hear what you think about 2016, because if I oh, look back, don't even I'm ask. like, okay. Don't, don't <laughs> ask. Either the happiest moment will be December 31st at 11.59. Oh, okay. This was a year when the worm not only came out, but it took over. Mm-hmm. And it turned and turned and turned. And it's really, you know, it. I, I can see it. It's re- wearing a sombrero and holding the, those <laughs> castanets. And it's dancing. It's it's a dancing worm. You heard of the Mexican jumping bean. This is yes. the dancing, da- Mexican dancing worm. So there's been a lot of that. So that's my opinion of uh, 2000. You want to ask me more about 2016 or shall we already? Well, yes. uh, you, please take over. You Are see you what ready? happens? They keep me in a tomb and in, in, in the grave <laughs> for so long that by the time I get to open my mouth, I can't shut up. I love it. You could, okay. I love it, okay. obviously. Um, so how about 2017? Do you, what do you see? Are you ready to talk about that yet? No, you said something you got to ask me first. Okay, about 2016? Yes. Um, now, you're saying, you know, December 31st couldn't come... Soon enough. Soon enough. But was there a purpose to all this this year? Of the worm coming out? Of course, out? of course. You know, you already know this. You know, if the worm doesn't come out, it sits in your mm-hmm. gut. So when you have a parasite, do you want it sitting in your, you know, in your intestines or do you want it to fall into the toilet? 
Right, so he pooped out the worm. Well, I wouldn't say that we've pooped out all the worms, but <laughs> some of the worms are, ex- at least we know they're there, mm-hmm. and we can start uh, deworming ourselves. But before mm-hmm. there was la, 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 the polyena that was really, and that everybody floated into oblivion. And they were very shocked that they shouldn't have been because uh, really, uh, you see, I can say things that uh, Beth can't say, right? Mm-hmm. Because Beth, she has to be the inner revolutionary around here mm-hmm. and she has to be compassionate and doing the oneness and the mutual support and the accountability. The woman has a straitjacket on her mouth. Mm-hmm. But I don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we should have you out more often, poor oh, Beth. That's right. That's has right. to be so diplomatic about things, and she's so caring about other people's oh, like. God, she's so conscious. You know exactly, exactly. All right. Well, we have a caller. Um, oh, maybe so they have the question. Maybe uh, we have Lizzie in San Diego. This is the same Lizzie sent us news this week. Thank you, Lizzie, and <laughs> welcome. It's, it's good to know <laughs> that you at least have. You got at least one caller. I know. One listener. At least That's right. one <laughs> listener on the radio show. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Well, a question that I have is, uh, what can we do now that the worm is uh, present or we know of the worm? Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are scared of what's happening in our world and just further feeding into fear and division and polarity. Um, do you have any suggestions on what we can do to stay calm and, and help? You're talking to Madame Mazurka. I'm not the take to get calm person. This is it. <laughs> Don't confuse me with the head of the innerrevolution.org. She's a spiritual teacher. I'm Madame Mazurka. I tell it like it is. So here's the, th- the fact. See, I want to go back, actually, that, that could lead me back to the question about what about 2016. So since I don't have to be diplomat, right? Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. That, uh, they, you know, they can't expel me from the country, that I have no visa or passport that they can take away. This is the good thing about being dead. I can go anywhere at any time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even if I was on the Muslim list, they couldn't stop me. <laughs> so anyway, um, I came to have a good time. If you get anything out of the show, that's extra gravy. So it's the, I'm, what I was going to say is that Beth would never say this, is that people are stupid. Very, very stupid. <laughs> you know, and this is what we saw in 2016. People said, oh, I don't like the impact of the lobbies and the business and all of that on this nation. It's, you know, this, the swamp needs draining and all of that. And so they, they, uh, they elected the biggest crocodile in the swamp. Now, I can understand. You see, I get the compassion part, right? That, that you're understanding why people voted for the rump. But... I, on the other hand, can say honestly that he was always who he is and people didn't want to know. They wanted to have a, a place to express their anger, their angst, their outrage. They said, okay, so you did it. 
So now look what you've got. Are you still there or did I lose it? We're still no, here. I'm no, here. I'm still here. I don't know so, if Lizzie is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is what it is. So this is, and you know, if the other Pumpernickel had gotten elected, we would be still <laughs> complaining. <laughs> because there is, you know, the corruption of the soul and the corruption of the society is not, you know, uh, one party over another. They're all having a party at our expense, you see. So here huh. it is. It's come to the surface and people were stupid and they were emotional. And people are stupid because they are emotional. And so they did what they did. And uh, in fact, uh, uh, you know, I've, I had a conversation recently I put Beth up to having it uh, for somebody who was uh, a, a Rump supporter. And um, he, she said to him, well, I'm still going to go after, hold account, accountable the, the Trump. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, he's not really that great a person. Now, this was a supporter like two, mm-hmm. three months ago, right? He was mm-hmm. saying, well, he isn't that great, but, oh, yeah, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. she's so dishonest and she is mm-hmm. so. And he looks straight at Beth and he said to her, drill, baby, drill. So mm-hmm. that meant that in mm-hmm. his second, this is why we were testing the water, see? In him, mm-hmm. he was already disillusioned by the conquering hero who mm-hmm. is now putting business in charge of it's mm-hmm. not even what's good for General Motors is good for America. It's what good for it for General Motors is the government. Mm-hmm. It's a whole, uh, it's a whole brave new world, based mm-hmm. on greed mm-hmm. and corruption. So what yeah. to say? That's good about this, except that this is what people were willing to do. Mm-hmm. So which shows us something about the degree of desperation that people were feeling about the old political system. So mm-hmm. it's out. So now what do we do? We have to change the system. That's what we have to do. Same thing we should have done last year. Mm-hmm. Same thing we should have done the year before. You stomp on the year because there's, you see, you have a little break here and a breakthrough, right? And you, mm-hmm. it looks like everything is changing, but when the people don't change, the consciousness doesn't change. It's mm-hmm. just sitting there like the uh, arsenic is, uh, is uh, uh, simmering on the stove. Mm. Do you think we're any closer to changing the system in terms of our consciousness and being able to do that? Do you want the truth? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't say so, but I wouldn't say mm-hmm. that it's impossible. This is why I'm the Pollyanna and you're the poop head. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that, you know, maybe there will be enough that people will realize that they tried this, they tried that, they tried the other thing. Now there are some people going to say, oh, if we had only elected the other pumpernickel, everything would have been different. So there will mm-hmm. be people who are still going to hang on to that illusion, you see. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, then there are people who are going to get a lot of money because uh, of the uh, the current administration is so I can call it reactionary. You know, 
being in the oneness, mm-hmm. I have to agree with this. We have to be in the oneness, but that means that we understand why we're doing the things that we're doing. It doesn't mean we approve of the things we're doing. Mm-hmm. You see. So what they're trying to do is these these uh, vultures have been hanging out there in the ethers waiting to jump to be able to uh, maybe try to cut social security mm-hmm. or to to try to stop all the environmental progress. And, you know, there's no way around it. It's so obvious that this needs doing. For, so that the vultures... Um, who I think that they got the vote, which they didn't do. They didn't win the election. Paul Ryan didn't run for president. <laughs> so mm-hmm. his agenda has no mandate. And mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing with the Trump agenda is nobody ever knew what it was. Mm-hmm. So you can't say that Trump's agenda got a mandate. Mm-hmm. But whose agenda got a mandate? Nobody's. Then nobody, if there was no agenda. There was no agenda. Just the agenda to express our anger and our angst, as you said. That's right. And then you've got on the other side the people who are the feel-good, oh, we're so wonderful because we're so compassionate and we're going to change all of this. But they don't want to change the system. They're not thinking that. See, Mm -hmm. then you have some revolutionaries, but they don't get that they have to revolutionize themselves. So mm-hmm. the people who are who voted for Trump, a bunch of them, I am going to predict, are going to be extremely mad. Because Which they, ones are going to be mad? I'm sorry, I didn't catch ones, that. Many of the ones who voted for Trump are going uh, to be mad because yes. they're going to find out who he was and is. Right. Right. And that they didn't, didn't want to believe because they wanted to believe on the other side. See, and I short-sightedness, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, I'm going to give you a job. See, I'll say, okay, I'm going to give you a job. Well, what kind of job? Where is it going mm-hmm. to be? At whose expense? What mm-hmm. is the environmental impact? I'm going to give you a job, you know, because I'm a businessman, because business knows so much about how to run a good society and a good economy. That's <laughs> right. why... That's why we almost went into a total depression nightmare under mm-hmm. that Bushnik, mm-hmm. the second Bushnik. Mm-hmm. So you tell me, you know, that these people know how to run a country, that they know how to run an economy. They don't, they don't know nothing. So No, and it, it sounds like though we want somebody who we believe knows something and will make it all better. That's right. And so we discovered, if anything, we discovered that our leaders are very few and far between. But I'm sure that Bernie Sanders is going to be on the, the, I was going to say on the rampage. I actually like the guy. He's a landsman of mine, which means that he's a relative. So, (laughs) you know, but um, Bernie is, I, uh, you know, I, I'm not hearing. I don't listen. You see, I don't read the news. I, I'm, in, I'm in a, a, buddy, a coffin. There's no light. How is it supposed to be? <laughs> and there's no electricity. Well, there's, there's no. There internet. are Kindles now and iPads. <laughs> but there's okay. no internet. You see. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I'm that's very a problem. De- deprived of information. So maybe he's come out and said, "You guys were stupid." And uh, we can't be so stupid, but what's really stupid is thinking we can change anything without changing ourselves. Mm. 
I totally get that. And Lizzie, was that enough to answer your question? We're, we're not supposed to be calm, I think. <laughs> um, not other than, oh, go ahead. It's similar, it's similar to what Madam M said last year. I think someone asked, you know, how can we, how can we be at peace, you know, with everything that's happening? And she said, you're not supposed to be at peace. You're supposed to yeah, be riled no, up when you're, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. But, you know, but what see, can we do not, individually? Well, what, what can we do? You know exactly what to do. And by the way, Beth doesn't agree with me. She says you've got to be at peace because when you're not at peace, you do stupid things. But I agree with that, but you can't get to the peace part until you've gotten riled up enough to realize that this is not working. It never worked. It's never going to work. And you know exactly. You see, I'm looking right at you. You know exactly what to do. I don't know why you're wasting time asking a question. You already know the answer. I think that's your answer. Okay, thank you. Well, no, I think you should answer my question. Well, it's, you know, what we're learning in the inner revolution uh, in the innerrevolution.org is to help increase consciousness, to do what we can to help wake people up. Well, come back to support, accountability, and oneness. So you want something else? That's not enough? (laughs) Need, <laughs> well, how about, need more how about a prediction plate? for 2017? It's going to be a wonderful year. Mm. In what way, Madam M? It's going to be a wonderful year because some people are going to reach the end of the same old, same old rope. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that the that the, the environment is going to come up roses or that the people won't suffer, but mm-hmm. you know, suffering is caused by our own self-destructiveness, you see. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm still stuck back on Lizzie. So she comes out and she tells me what she's supposed to do and she asks what she should do. And why is that? You see, Mm. this is the big question. That's the question, Lizzie. Yeah, I think she wants you to answer is, if you knew the answer, why did you ask the question? Mm. Because you want to, I'll give you the answer to the question that I asked based on the question (laughs) she asked. It's because she wants a different answer. That's why. Exactly. It's, like, yeah. it's like a child. Uh, you, know, you know, you go to your no. mother and say, can I have a new car for Christmas? And your mother says no. And then you go to your father. And then <laughs> you go to your little brother and your grandma. Until then you ask Santa Claus and you finally ask God. And then, you know, then you start all over again, hoping that somebody has become senile enough to give you the car. I can totally relate to that. I bet a lot of people can. Tell us something that isn't challenging at all, where we don't have to do anything. And that's the answer we would like. Um, Sign a petition. There you you go. go. That's going to change human consciousness. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thanks, Lizzie. That was was great. Thank you for joining (laughs) us. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. and we have another brave soul on the line, Madam Mazurka. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have Helen from San Diego. Helen, are you are you there? I am. Uh, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Um, I love you, Madam Mazurka. Oh, you thank better you. think before you open your mouth, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Todd. You have to um, live in Ovay, huh? <laughs> if well, you said that 2017 is going to be a great year. Yeah. If there is hope 
for humanity, what is it? Ooh. What, uh, what really is the essence of the hope for humanity yeah, in 2017? Yeah, who cares about humanity? You've got to get all I of care. the attachment <laughs> to humanity. You know, you know the Ive, what I'm trying to say, and it's so interesting because Beth had a conversation with Christine about this very topic. And I, have I know, to say, I know. And I was like, ooh, that's a good question, Helen, even though Beth already told me who cares about whether or not humanity survives or about humanity, period. Well, I like know, you're missing the point. I know you don't I know you don't care, Madam Mazurka, but for those of us who do have some investment, some attachment in humanity, if there is hope, what is it? Get over it. You, you see, I'm being very serious. I'm not saying that I don't care. You know, all these poor people, they suffer and they suffer and they suffer and they suffer and they suffer. And uh, the animals on the planet, and they suffer, and they, even the plants suffer. After mm. I, you know, I feel all the suffering on the planet. It's hard to say, oh, I don't care. But you see, what I'm saying is so much of the problems, the suffering is caused by us. So if these human beings are creating so much suffering, you know, who's going to sit there and say, oh, we have to keep these people just like they are, but we're going to change their hairdo. And that's so much of the thinking that's in there. It's like, do you really want to see a change in humanity? Or do you want to change the hairdo? Do you want to change all what we say? Or the, you know, it's very superficial. That's most of the people. So what I'm saying is that we are stuck with a certain concept of how humanity should relate to uh, ourselves, one another, and the planet. I mean, supposing the only hope for the planet was to eliminate three-fifths of the human race and uh, to let the baboons take over. I'm not saying this is true. So are you going to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. No, you say, how, how am I going to preserve humanity? Because humanity is more important than the animals, than the vegetables, than the minerals, than everything. This is the problem. Mm-hmm. This is the ego that says that I am so important and my race is important and my traditions are important and my gender is important my position on the planet. And you, so, so you're not asking the right question. You're back to the same thing. You got the same ego issue going on. So it's like the... So the, you want to see some shift in the consciousness, whether the humanity sticks around or turns back into apes or turns into one-eyed blobs. What we should hope for is that that <coughs> consciousness is going to uh, evolve and that we begin to understand better what we have to do to live in that peace and the harmony that we all want. So you must let go of all your attachments because you have an idea of what you want to achieve that Mm -hmm. cripples you from being honest. Yeah, but is there anything else that motivates people that, I mean, with with Beth as the exception, Beth Green, um, you know, other than self-preservation, like, I don't know that we would care about the environment unless we felt threatened by its destruction. 
but, but look at this, darling. It's already threatened. No, but what I'm saying is that... No, like, I, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying, but I'm saying if being threatened was enough to change our consciousness, people would have stopped drinking alcohol thousand years ago. Yes, but is there any other reason that we would even try and change? I just don't... Any, anyways, I mean... I know what you... What, what, you know, like, is what, what is better? it? Like, how can we... Yeah, I just don't know that any of us except Beth can connect to that. I think Beth is pretty clear on... She doesn't... Not thinking about whether or not humanity survives. She just does as she's guided. And she, she plots along or else she probably, if it was based on external circumstances, would have given up a long time ago. Um, well, Beth is uh, very complimented, but I'm not going to let her say anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, so I have an answer. I do okay. have an answer for this. Okay, yeah. You've got to convince people it's more fun. Mm. You see, if you look at the person who's sitting and there yeah. smoking the cigarette, yeah. right? they don't know they're destroying their lungs. They knew they know that. Yeah. Years, at least everybody knows that smoking is bad for your health. Right. And, and despite the ridiculous attitude towards alcohol that was being pushed around a few years ago, people are actually realizing that alcohol is not good for you. Right. And uh, so on and so on and so on. So, so reality has been there all along. Suffering has been there all along. And that isn't enough. So you've got to get the people excited and inspired to do it mm. differently because it gives them pleasure and happiness mm. in mm. the moment. Mm -hmm. see, that's brilliant. Yes, that's insightful. Yeah. See, if you if you talk about saving the planet, it's like, ah, it's not, the planet's not going to die this year anyway. So, oh, well, who cares, right? Right, right. But because people do not look ahead, notwithstanding the fact that teenagers are already worrying about their 401ks. <laughs> no, it's true. So, but it's I, it, 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 it makes me think of um, that, like that village in England of all places that is like all solar. And, you know, they did it together. And the sense I get is that they had a fun time. Like, I think it would be so much fun if our town here did something like that. Well, this is a good idea. And, and that's what you're saying about, like, you know, it's fun doing it together. It's pleasurable. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. And, and it's yeah. fun to build something that lasts, that has some value that you could look at it and say, oh, I was part of this. 50 years ago, we did this, you know, because mm -hmm. then you're old and decrepit and you can't even, you know, go to the bathroom anymore by yourself. Mm -hmm. So, and you look back and you say, oh, I did this. You know, it reminds me in the American culture, right? You did the barn raising uh, and many other cultures. This is like yeah. that. But yeah. so you did barn raising. I'm sure that they played, they laughed, they yeah. worked hard, but they had, the, they had joy. What yeah. do you people know about joy? Right, nothing. This, this is not a <laughs> joyful society. You have it to be not. dead like me to have a good time. I can totally get it. That's fantastic. Helen, do you feel like that answered your question? Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I, uh, yeah. You're welcome. I'm glad Thank I'm you, Madam Mazurka. I'll try to just yeah. let it go. Oh, excellent, Helen. And you see what I mean, because you focus on what you should do and stop thinking about what's going to happen. Yes, you don't know anyways. 
Got yeah. it? See, Got it, when, yeah. you're not, when you're all freaking out that the world is coming to an end, which it is, and it's going to come to an end anyway. Someday the star will die and so will we. So yeah. unless we go pollute some other planet, which is some of our brilliant minds say, oh, we're so toxic here that we should bring our toxicity someplace else. <laughs> uh, this is something that I can't fathom. But so if we stop worrying about preserving and start living, live, feel the life force and live and do what feels right, then mm-hmm. help people to realize that when you put the alcohol in your body, you feel like crap. I'm allowed right. to say that word on the radio. I hope so. I think yeah. so. I hope so. Yeah. so. I don't yeah. care anymore. <laughs> I'm dead. So you see what I'm saying? So you cr- try to build a sense of joy and that attracts people to it mm-hmm. because, you know, doomsday alone has never stopped humanity from self-destructing no and and being morose doesn't really get people excited to do something yeah good okay great thank you so much helen for joining we actually have another caller um madam mazurka and that is chris reese joining us from vista california welcome chris yeah are you there hi hi madam hello there chris hi it's great to be on the show it's so fun to have you back with us um, I'm having a ball as usual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is perfect to follow, Helen, because I feel like I'm the, one of the people who knows least how to have fun or how to ever express anything as joy. You know, I always want to organize things and keep people on track and make sure people are paying attention. And I know there's other people like me, too. So maybe you could give us some advice. Also, I quit drinking like 25 years ago, so... You know, like, the whole world of, like, people like to go out and have fun, partying and all that. It's so distant from me, and I feel kind of like it's an old grandma. Well, no, that's, uh, darling, you are missing a very important point. And I'm glad you're asking me this question. Because what, what you're missing is that what the, most humans think is fun is not fun. They go out, they pollute their bodies, or they have sex with a stranger, or they stay up till four in the morning and have to go to work and give themselves an upper or a popper or whatever. <laughs> and you see, this is not fun. It doesn't feel good. No, but people are so polluted emotionally and spiritually. And I say this with compassion uh, that people are so polluted. They don't even know fun when they fall over it. You know, playing with Legos is fun. Mm-hmm. for a child to create something is fun to solve mm-hmm. problems together especially is fun to overcome Ebola in the world in Africa which is I think happened this year is fun you know it's mm-hmm. uh, something clean that makes you feel good inside cleaning up the rivers from the all the disgusting mm-hmm. pollution is fun because mm-hmm. you get the benefit. You feel good in the moment you're doing it. You feel connected to your purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's not your ego. And your ego takes the fun out of everything because it makes everything a competition or this or that. Anyway, it just it could take the fun out of a baby. Mm-hmm. So I- have fun is not that vague. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. It reminds me of um, 
what that helped us do with the families, that when we took competition out of the games, we had fun again. Oh, very good. Beth, that was very good. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So that's what it is, is you begin to connect. Then you clean yourself up from so much ego and and, and the bad things that we do to ourselves. And we feel good. And then we feel the joy of living. And then I'm going to give you a hint that I, I shared with Beth. So she's doing it now. She used to open up her computer and she saw the news every time she opened it. And then she had to look at this face that she doesn't want to mention who it was. Or because this face was constantly in the news and she couldn't stand it anymore. Or there was somebody dying. So now she put on the Facebook page of the Dalai Lama as her home page oh, and she opens oh. it up and she sees a man smiling. It's got, he's got the joy gene. I see we got so many people. We have to go. Yeah. Thank got, you. I, thanks Chris. Thanks Thank for calling. You. We Thank have a, 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 Madam M is very psychic. We have a couple other guests who are um, in line waiting. And the next one who's up is Tracy from Phoenix, Arizona. Hi Tracy. I think she's self mutilating. <laughs> she's self muting. Self-mutilating? Uh, we thought you, you'd you muted yourself, dear. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, welcome. Well, welcome. Do you have a question for Madam Zerka? I do. My question is, if, if 2017 is going to be a better year and it's not about hope for humanity, what is going to be good about it? That people are going to, there are people who are going to wake up. Hmm. I'm not saying everybody's going to wake up. I won't say the majority. I don't know how many people are going to wake up, but there are people who are going to wake up. So go out there and wake them up. There are people who are ready to wake up. Let me put it this way. If I'm going to look across the planet, I see a lot of people who are already in their graves. And then I see a couple people like who are sitting up in their graves. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they... You know, they're like saying, hmm, do I hear a different song? So somebody's got to start singing the different song. And Mm. then they will say, oh, that must be a very nice alarm clock. I'm going to get up now. You know, Mm. you've got to want to get up. You've got to want to wake up to this world. Because if it's just doom and gloom, then who's going to want to wake up? You know, Mm. you say, oh, there's no hope. So there's no incentive, but let's say you put on some Cuban music and you're lying in the bed and it's like, so you see, so then you, you want to get up because you want to go dance. Yeah, I love that analogy. So turn on, you know, Pandorable or whatever you've got and and, and and or you put on your favorite CD or whatever and start playing and then see who wakes up to that. And other people are going to wake up to Bach and other people are going to wake up to the Beatles, let's say, you know. So you're going to be singing different songs, but the essence is the same. Put on the music that's going to wake up the part of the humanity that wants to live and be mm-hmm. and love and care and want that, mm-hmm. want that. Mm-hmm. And there are people mm-hmm. like that. So I say it's possible. It's possible this could be a great year where there's some awakening. Where I, where mm-hmm. it goes, I, nobody knows. 
Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, Tracy. Yeah, thank you. All right, and we have another caller for you, Madam M, and that is Amy from San Diego. Hi, Amy. Welcome. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Here oh, you just fine. Well, first of all, just listening to your show is about the most fun thing I've ever done. <laughs> so I appreciate you. I think you're hilarious, and you get the point across so powerfully at the same time. Thank so, you. Thank oh, you. I thought so what I was wondering is I notice things I do that are yeah. um, polluting my body, say, and I stop yeah. doing them, and I start feeling good, feel better, and then where I go is, okay, so now what? And I was wondering where that kind of you've got to be, the only way you feel alive is to be struggling. Where did that come from? I didn't hear I didn't hear something you said. Maybe I'm getting a little hard of hearing in my old age. Oh. So you start doing it and you start to feel better and then what? Oh, and then maybe it's the ego says, well, okay, so great. Now what? And I'm curious, where did the idea that the only way to feel alive is to be struggling no, no, like, no, this is not the question. That's not really what's going on. It's like, how am I going to get attention if I'm doing well? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. It's a laughter of recognition, Amy. That's okay. awesome. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, how are we going to do that? Maybe we should have a confab on that. Uh, so the struggle is like, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. So the struggle, if you're the one struggling, oh, 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 you get the grease. <laughs> so that's the veal. That's the veal that I, turns. I and that totally turns. relate. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, was, I was saying that, you know, I was working this week and um, a lot of other people weren't working this week. And not only, you know, was I enjoying myself, um, but there was nobody to see me working and being uh, you know, for me to pose as miserable too. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's no fun being miserable if nobody notices. If no one notices my tragedy, my, pre- my pretend tragedy while I'm actually enjoying myself, as Madam M said earlier, you know, when you're doing things and you're problem solving, it's fun. It's fun to yeah. do things that you've been designed for and that you're good at. And um, But don't let anybody know that because then nobody will feel bad for me. So. Right, and I'll leave. Well, yeah. I can see that maybe yeah. why people in general say you're not alive unless you're struggling is because everyone wants attention then. Uh, well, I never heard that you're not alive unless you're struggling. But um, Oh, well, I, that it seems I, like the adrenaline isn't there. Well, that's what people say. Oh, come on, get serious. Well, getting serious is not the same as struggling. You mm-hmm. could say get serious means wake up and smell the, the dead fl- the oatmeal. The dead roses. The oatmeal. You know, it's uh, I, trying to find something that's good for you, or not dead at least. <laughs> so, you know, like, uh, no, no, get serious. I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not about, in any way, forget that. It's not about being serious. It's not about being struggling. It's about doing, acting, being, feeling, being in harmony with what's the good. You know, when you're in harmony with what's good, you feel good. And mm-hmm. you don't need somebody else to tell you, uh, oh, you're so having such a good time. 
because you already know you're having a good time. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it isn't nice when somebody notices you. Oh, it's wonderful because we haven't let go of ego yet, of course. But um, no, this, I don't know where you get those ideas, but throw them all out. It's okay. Not about, well, one thing I was going to is it dawns on me, about, too, that when I feel happy and joyful, then there's, okay, now what's, what is there for me to do that I've been hiding from by being miserable? Well, there you go. And, and who wants to do that, right? <laughs> Actually, we do want to do that. That's it could point. be something that makes you more happy, God exactly. forbid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just and points more. out what I'm not doing and I don't want to see that most of the time. I so. think that's more to the point. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're a ride. I have such a good time. I'm just annoyed that I didn't notice it was 320 and said, oh, shit. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so well, much. Well, we're glad you called, Amy. Thank you for calling in. And we don't have other callers lined up. So, Todd, do you want to give the number again? Because we could, we could fit in somebody else here. Or, this is like or a, uh, the, the host, uh, host, the host I might have a question. Yeah. Um, we ha- this or host or that host or both hosts? Both hosts or one host. All right. Um, okay. So, I think that's like a hint. It's and a hint. It's a hint. <laughs> um, what is my question? Um, so it's about the inner revolution. Yeah. Yes. What it's about, about the, the handbook. handbook. Do oh. you know? Have you told everybody? No. Beth has written the yes, handbook. Yes, Beth has written the handbook for um, for the inner revolution. And it's brilliant. And... Um, for some reason, like all of those who are working on it, it's it's it it has a lot of you know wisdom and consciousness, like everything Beth writes. But it also has that inner revolutionary spirit, like that sense of movement and excitement. And it seems like those of us who are working on it, helping to get it published and produced, um, and, and maybe not everybody, but some. Um, like want to stomp on the revolutionariness of it, like the that sense of movement. And I know that I, in particular, am like the head of the faction of humanity who would like to control the pace of evolution. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering if you have other insights on, you know, on what's going on there. The boat is leaving the shore. Uh, and you get on the boat and you can't control it. You don't know where yeah. you're going. As yeah. long as you don't get into the boat, you can fuss and muss and say, oh, I have to go home and pack a few more pair of underwear. And, <laughs> oh, I forgot uh, my socks and uh, so on. And you just keep stalling and stalling and stalling. But the moment mm-hmm. that your foot is on the boat and they cut that or untied that rope, you're yeah. out of control of your life until you land somewhere else. And God help us, I hope you never land. Mm-hmm. So this, this is it. And this is why the whole group is freaking from freaking. is like, mm-hmm. oh boy, because this is complete loss of control of your destiny. Mm. You can't put the inner revolution into a teaspoon. No, you have to just surrender to it and take it where, where it wants it to you, go, where it yes. wants to go. 
Yeah. So there's nothing we control can control. We can't control. I mean, we could be on the boat, like primping and hoping we're looking good. <laughs> yes. You know, someone yes. on the boat will be doing that, making sure their hair looks good. And I'll yes. be on the boat, like worrying about the fate of humanity. Um, <laughs> And, you know, somebody else will be on the boat looking for attention. And, but it's like, you, it's, it's all futile. Like, you're on the boat and off it, you go. This is exactly right. So, you're yeah. in the Titanic. Wasn't it the Titanic that hit something in the iceberg? An iceberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you're yeah. in the Titanic and you hit the iceberg. And it doesn't matter how your hair looks. Exactly. Because your whole hairdo is going to be ruined when you get into the water. Right. So it's like that. It's like you know that there's some way that you're actually unhooking yourself from mm-hmm. the human uh, parameters of your mm-hmm. existence, of the what means something, what doesn't mean something. So it goes back to what, uh, for instance, that the, you and Helen were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it goes... It goes back to Lizzie, too, though. Like, we want a different answer than having to get on the boat and go off into the wide ocean. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know that I invite our callers, I mean, not the callers, the listeners, the listeners, (laughs) if we haven't driven them all away, (laughs) to uh, imagine themselves, you know, on that boat and let it go and it shoots the, I know this is a mixed metaphor, but what can I tell you is that what I'm seeing, I'm seeing the boat just leaping out of the water and going into the stars. Mm. And so you let yourself be inspired. This is the real hope that we're talking. Mm -hmm. Instead of this clingy, scared ego hope, oh, we're going to save ourselves. Save what? Mm -hmm. Save what? What do you want to save? What mm-hmm. is it that we want to save? Okay, the, to- the toxic polluters. Yeah, but go ahead. I'm sure you can. You could articulate that even better. Well, what it's like I mean, I can understand. You want to save Tampax, right? <laughs> you don't want to have to live without Tampax. So yeah, you know, you want to save your iPad. You know, yeah. there's there's things in in our lives that we are very attached to about this is the way it has to be solved. But we don't know how things could be solved mm-hmm. in a different way. We are only know what we've seen. And what we've seen, we say, okay, the only thing that works is the air conditioning. You know, maybe mm-hmm. the way to deal with hot weather is to change the, our bodies in the mm-hmm. summer and change mm-hmm. our bodies in the winter. Now, I'm not saying that will ever happen. But you understand what I'm saying is we're mm-hmm. attached to the form of problem solving the form mm. of organization we have idea this is how you this is government and government makes the roads and the company gets the rubber and this and this is the form that we have you know uh, developed to meet our needs we don't know that those are the best forms but we don't we can't even let ourselves for one second say i am willing to let go of the form of human life that we the, that we eat the the the, the bear and that the bear doesn't eat us you see mm-hmm. we don't know when you go into the stars everything is turned you have no gravity so mm-hmm. everything is turned upside down so mm-hmm. 
I, I'm not telling you that this year we're all going to start, uh, you know, uh, changing the way our bodies operate. But, but we are very attached. You have a job in a hospital. If the hospital doesn't exist anymore, you lose your job. You lose your status. You lose your income. You lose your grounding of where you know you go every day. Mm-hmm. So humanity is very attached to the forms that we have created. But, you know, yeah. it's different when you look back, even you look in tribal society, they didn't have skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that we will throw out everything. I'm saying we have to be willing to let everything change okay. inside yeah. and out and to have the excitement about that rather than to be sitting here preserving in our minds all the things that do not work. That's fantastic. I just, I feel so much energy as you're talking too. Right now, Madam M, um, we're just, why don't we take a minute, Todd, for you to tell us about next week and then we'll, we'll, we'll come back with Madam Mazurka. Sure. Next week, Collaborative Parenting and Relationships, a conversation between Helen Hillix and Ross Green. How many of us have become exasperated and angry while trying to parent our kids? How many teachers have turned to punishment to try and control the behavior of, quote, difficult children in the classroom and found that it backfires? How many of us have become disillusioned in relating to each other in general, especially in this culture of divisiveness, contention, anger, and meanness? Listen in next week as host Helen Hillix interviews Dr. Ross Green, a psychologist with some seemingly radical ideas about how to shift the energy between parents and children, teachers and students, and people in general. Believe it or not, his focus is collaboration. Uh. Now that's what what we don't hear enough of these days. Join our guest and hear his clear and simple suggestions and his touching successes. We need this kind of inspiration in our lives right now, and Dr. Green can help us all have an inner revolution and spread collaboration in our world. Wonderful, and he's not even a relative of Beth. <laughs> there are greens all over. There are, See? doing wonderful, wonderful things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I still feel like I'm in this like wonderful, I don't know, energy just from from what you've said, Madam Mazurka. Um, I don't know if you had any last words. I, um, I'll, I'll give you the opportunity to do that. But one thing I do want to do is just thank you for coming. And I just, it was such a good time. It was, you're always so fun and insightful and entertaining. And I really hope we'll have you on sooner in the future that we expand our capacity to be embarrassed um, by the truth <laughs> and um, that we can handle you more than once a year <laughs> and not bury you. So, um, but I just didn't know if you had any last words. Well, I, I feel... You know, I laugh a lot, but I feel the pain. This is not funny. And uh, the eyes of the abandoned dogs in the shelters Mm. and uh, the animals who are suffering from the global climate change where they don't have any air conditioning in the forest. You know, the suffering is beyond belief. But if we get stuck in that we will not be able to inspire people to get up and dance. Mm. So it's a self-discipline that we must um, that we must take on to find the joy, to find the inspiration, to find the energy and the forward momentum 
and not be stuck in the gloom and the doom. That is just self-indulgence that we cannot afford. Mm. So that's, I think, how I would like to close my part today. Excellent. Thank you. And thank you to all the callers and for everyone for joining us and, um, and come back next week. Thank you, guys. Thanks, all the good sports. Yes. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Inner Revolutionary Radio with Beth Green and James Maynard. The next episode will broadcast live next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And don't forget Inner Revolutionary TV on voiceamerica.tv. Think outside the box and join us.